Hello, and welcome to Season 2 of Ask John. My name is John, and you can ask me things. The purpose of these audio episodes is to give you quick tips relating to careers, including specific careers, exploration, preparation, planning, and everything in between. In today's session, we're going to be talking about the topic of how to take your recent experiences and transfer them into a new career path or career journey. We talked about this concept of utilizing past experiences in episode 4 of season 1 of Ask John. Go listen to that one after this one to get additional details in this subject. That episode was meant more for people who are starting their career journey or are completely starting over and need to take a look at their life in a more holistic sense to figure out what they want in their career path going forward. Today I want to talk about leveraging your experiences when you need to make a smaller career pivot whether that pivot was intentional, like finding a new job or entering a new position, or maybe less than intentional. The main thing to keep in mind during this process is to actually look forward in your career path to what the position you are going to be in or what you're hoping to be in is asking for. I know this seems a little bit backwards, looking forward so you know what to look back on, but I promise that this will all make sense soon. When entering the new career path, you want to look at what skills and qualifications the new job is looking for. Does the employer value strong communication skills? Are they looking more at your technical know-how? Do they need a leader in the new position? Once you have an idea of what is most important to the employer in this new position, you now need to start looking at your most recent experiences in the position you are currently in, or maybe just recently left. Make a list of all of the duties and tasks that you performed and how they can relate to the new position, or positions, depending on where you're at in your job search. Don't focus so much on where you might be lacking. Focus mostly on the areas that you match, and get creative with the comparisons. An example of what I'm talking about could be communication skills. Communication skills come in all shapes and sizes. For example, did you interact with customers face-to-face? Boom, interpersonal communication. Did you report to a supervisor via email or other electronic reporting systems? Boom, adept at electronic reporting and communication with supervisors. Did you ever convince a customer, coworker, or supervisor to do something the way that you wanted to do it? Boom, collaborated with others via verbal communication to achieve a common goal. When I say get creative with taking past experiences and molding them into your future opportunities, I am in no way advocating that you lie. I am simply advocating for creativity in transferable skills. A good rule to follow is that anything you put onto a resume or say in an interview that you can actually do. The employer will expect you to be able to accomplish those things. So there's your line in the sand. Don't put anything on there that you can't actually do. I want to touch on an important topic of meeting the criteria of the job and the fact that you don't have to match 100% of what the employer is looking for. This is important for those first entering the job market, but critical to those already in the job market looking to pivot or start over. Research shows that while men and women share similarities on how they browse and look for jobs, women are 16% less likely to apply to a job after viewing it, and also 20% apply to fewer jobs than men. The reason? Women hold back if they don't meet 100% of the criteria, while men usually apply after meeting about 60%. Regardless of your gender identity, the bottom line is you don't have to hit every single criteria on a job posting. You have other valuable skills that perhaps are not listed on the posting that could still be valuable to the position. Or perhaps the posting criteria simply aren't accurate to what is actually needed. Trust me, this happens all the time. If you need a number, my recommendation is to look at the job description, and if you're hitting above half of the recommended skills and attributes, that's a good option for you to apply to. And like we were just talking about, you'd be surprised at how easily you can shape your past experiences to fit into what they're looking for that at first glance maybe wouldn't fit. 
The final thought in this regard is to focus most on the transferable skills that you have gained over the years of your experiences. The technical skills that specific jobs require can be learned much more easily than, say, leadership abilities. They are still important, but don't discount your eligibility for a job if you're just missing a couple technical aspects. You have probably spent a good deal of time in different career situations, and that time is a valuable resource that you can and should leverage when you're entering into new experiences. While you're in a situation that is stable, I recommend continually keeping record of what skills you utilize in a given work situation. This will help you when you may want or need to make a change by having a ready list of qualifications already good to go. And it will allow you to more clearly see what may or may not be working for you and your goals in your current situation. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have a specific topic or question you would like addressed, please fill out the online form at the bottom of the Ask John page. I want to answer your questions. That's why we're doing this. For more career information, visit us at dornsife.usc.edu career pathways and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening and don't forget to ask John.